0: You are now tuned in to the Beehive Prep Sports Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's your host, Jason B. This is the Beehive Prep Sports Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We got a fun one for you today. It's opening day, baby. Let's go! Mother nature, no. No, what are you doing to us? It's opening day and you are just dumping snow on us. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Hopefully we're able to get some some games in today. I don't know what the what the entire state looks like as far as uh as far as who got hit with with what amount of snow yesterday, but that's not fun. I was excited to uh to have a full slate of ball games today but hopefully we get some games in it looks like the week is supposed to continually get better as far as the weather goes so uh we'll definitely have baseball games this week i think so that's an exciting thing uh thank you for tuning in today on this episode we're going to uh, we're going to go over uh some games this week we're going to highlight some games and, and some matchups and some players and stuff that we're excited to uh to to see, um, we're also going to we're gonna have we have kind of a fun little topic a fun little talking point that we're gonna present uh, that I think is a fun conversation um, and hopefully it gets some people talking. Hopefully um, it'll be fun for you guys. It's been a lot of fun preparing this episode. Um, if you listened last week, thank you for for coming back. Please share this episode. Uh, spread the word. Tell your friends, tell your fam, let them know that uh, that we're here. We're going to be doing weekly podcasts. Um, I think it's a fun thing. I think it adds a fun little a fun little, little addition to the season. Um, so hopefully, it brings some excitement and some fun. Uh, let's get right into it. Let's start. So Monday, March second, opening day. I won't lie; it's not the strongest slate of games. There's not one matchup that's that's just jumping off the page at me. That's really getting me out of my seat. Um, I think Olympus is the most exciting team that's going to play on Monday. Um, Olympus is heading up to, uh, to West to play those pesky Panthers. So I think it's going to be fun to see Olympus and, and Nolan Martin and Frankie Goodson and, and Ashton Johnson and the boys. Uh, I think they should be a strong team. I think they should be a strong team. I I told you last week in our region-by-region breakdown how much I like Olympus. Uh, Should have a really strong offense. Um, We'll see how the pitching turns out. If they can find some arms, I think they're going to be really solid. So I think Monday, Olympus is my favorite team playing. Uh, So that'll probably be the one that I'm keeping my eye on. Uh, Tuesday, March 3rd, you got a couple fun ones. I think uh, Park City at Orem is going to be a really fun ball game. Uh, Park City, I imagine uh, they're going to go with, they got a really good pitcher, Ryan Jeffrey, uh, had a really good season last year. I imagine that he'll, he'll be on the bump for the Miners. Uh, they're at Orem. Uh, Orem, they've got a really good ball player in Taylor Gill, who was, uh, who was on the All-State team last year. So, I think that's a fun matchup. You have a couple really good ball players, uh, one of them being on the mound, a couple pretty, pretty solid baseball programs. Park City has been a winning program over the last little while. Uh, Orem has had some pretty decent years. So, I think that's going to be a fun game. Pretty evenly matched squads. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely be keeping an eye on that one. Um, another fun game on Tuesday you got the Skyline Eagles heading to, uh, to Stansbury. To take on those stallions, uh, I think Skyline might be uh, might be a team that's a little bit slept on this year. Uh, they got a really good player in, H- in uh, Hudson Manwaring, who uh, who had a really good la- uh, really good year last year. So the Skyline Eagles, um, I think I think will be a, 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 a could be a slept on team this year. I think they could do a lot better than people think or had projected them to be uh they're they're taking on stansbury a stansbury team that uh is is kind of one of those sneaky good teams they're kind of one of those sneaky good teams they i don't know that they got any names that are gonna um be household names but they usually have just a group of really strong baseball players i feel like that's that's the case with stansbury and to uh out in that area they they produce some pretty decent ball players so I think Skyline and Stansbury will be a fun one on a Tuesday. Uh, interested to see. That's another one, kind of some evenly matched teams. Interested, interested to see who, uh, who comes out on top on that one. So Wednesday, March 4th, I think is when the games really start to pick up. Wednesday, I think, is our first couple matchups where I'm like, that's going to be a really fun one. Those are two really good ball clubs. That's going to be a really fun one to watch. Uh Wednesday, I think some of the, the the notable games are Ridgeline at Lehigh. If you listened to last episode um or if you've been following our Instagram, you know how high we are on Ridgeline. I think uh I think they're gonna be a really good ball club. Lehigh is always strong. Lehigh is always good. Um so that's gonna be a really fun one, I think. Maybe the game of the day on Wednesday, I think, is Spanish Fork at Copper Hills. That's going to be a really fun ball game. Two two really good baseball programs. Uh, we know how good Spanish is. They've got some really good players, some young talent. Uh, Zach Dart, Eastern Romero, both D1 kids committed BYU. Uh, they got the pitcher Mason Olsen going to CSI. So they've got a roster full of next level dudes. Copper Hills, much in the same. They've got Braden Taylor, uh, TCU commit. Um, I still don't know about Kyle Hoffman. I don't know about the health of Kyle Hoffman. He's, a, he's an absolute stud. I don't know if he's going or not. I apologize. I need to do some more research and, and hit up Coach Sunquist over there and figure out what the situation is there. I think that could be a game changer for the Grizzlies, uh, whether he's at 100% or not. Um, but I think that Spanish Copper Hills game is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, another fun one on Wednesday cottonwood at cypress now people might think this is an interesting one cottonwood defending 5a champs uh they they have uh ross dunn florida state commit maybe the best arm in the state uh you gotta like him in that game just for that fact that ross is is probably going to be on the bump on opening day Um uh, but cypress i think cypress is going to be good I think they're going to be a really solid ball club. I, I kind of circled this game because I'm I'm interested to see how they do against top quality teams in the state. Uh, they got a good group of, of young kids that have been together for a while, uh, kind of headlined by Tyken Wren and Parker Meldrum, uh, both honorable mention all-state kids last year. Um, like I said, I... They won something like twenty two games last year. I think they went twenty two and six. Not a great showing in the in the tournament, but I'm interested to see if this year is the year that they can that they can take that next step and, and show that they can compete with they've they've shown over the last few years that they can win that region. They they're the they're the the reigning champs in that region. They gotta be the favorites this year. Can they get into the state tournament? and win a couple games against, against the top-tier teams in the state, the top-tier 6A teams. I think this is going to be a good measuring stick game this opening day uh, at home against the defending champs. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Moving right along to Thursday, uh, March 5th, we've got a couple really fun ones. We've got some St. George tournaments going on. So at the, at the Dixie Sunshine Classic, uh, we've got a fun one in the Dixie Flyers against the Roy Royals. Uh, that one's similar to the Cottonwood game. you you got to like Dixie. You you have to think that they're going to start with Cooper Vest on opening day. For that fact alone, I think uh, they've got to be your favorites. But Roy has some people. They, they've got some dudes that can swing it. I mean, Cade Harris, Jackson Dart. Um, they've got some kids that that are really good ball players, So I think Roy, I mentioned last week, I think Roy might be one of those kind of dark horse teams that, that they, just moved, or they just made the move uh, up to 6A. So I think they might go in and I think they might surprise some teams in Region 1 um, and kind of nestle themselves in there and, and make some noise. Uh, so I think that's going to be a really fun one. Another fun one on, on Thursday, uh, Wasatch against Desert Hills. And that's at the Thunder Invitational down in Saint George as well. I think Wasatch is going to be a strong, a strong club. They're a good baseball team. Um, I know they've got a, a a kid Zach Webster that's a strong arm for him. He just committed to uh, Mesa Community College, which is one of the top tier community college programs in the country, really. Um, so he's he's a next level dude. Just committed to. Uh, to play college baseball. So, um, I'm not sure if he's gonna, if he's their guy, if he's their ace, if he's gonna open up for him. Uh, but we know he can chuck it against Desert Hills, the defending 4A champs. Kind of some question marks with Desert Hills, just cause I don't know, they graduated a lot of seniors. I don't know a lot of dudes, um, that are coming back for him. I was trying to look up some, some guys that got, uh, playing time for him last year and stuff. um, but you gotta like them. They've they've been a competitive program over the last how I don't even know how long. Five, six years. They've been right there every year. Um, they've got some dudes I know. Chandler Reber, I hear is a really good ball player. Um Peyton Peyton Gubbler. Um, yeah, I know they've got some dudes. I apologize if it's Goobler. I don't know if it's Goobler or Gubler. My bad, Peyton but uh I know he's committed to BYU I just saw on uh on his Instagram so they've got dudes you know they got ball players um so I'm interested to see how they how they come out open up the season uh if they can open up with a strong win and kind of make a statement like hey we won it last year and we're here to try to do the the same thing this year you know so I think that's going to be a fun one I I definitely got that one circled on uh, on my calendar on Thursday uh Friday we got a bunch of games. Huge slate of games on Friday. Uh among the the most interesting to me, um Ridgeline at Maple Mountain. I think is gonna be a really fun one. We've talked about Ridgeline, um Maple Mountain, uh Tyler Nelson and the boys. They've got that young group, that's, uh, that uh that junior group that I think Maple Mountain's gonna be really good. I think they're gonna be really solid. Uh, I'm excited to see him play against a good good ball club like Ridgeline, see how they do. Um, You got uh, Friday, you got Copper Hills at Cottonwood. Again, another good kind of measuring stick game for Copper Hills uh, against one of the top programs in the state in Cottonwood. Um, That's going to be a really fun one. I think Westlake at Harriman on Friday is a really intriguing matchup. I think those are kind of two teams that are, that are that are kind of right on that borderline of 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 breaking into a, to to that like really good, uh phase or really good, area of of, of teams in the state. Uh, they they they've been good programs over the years. Um, Westlake has been good. They've been in a really tough region, so I don't know if it shows if it's shown over the over the last few uh, how good they are. Uh, but they are a solid ball club. Ball club. Uh, Harriman is really good. They've got an arm, uh, Cody Atkinson, that absolutely shoves. So you've got to think he's going on on Friday against Westlake. Um, that's going to be a really fun one. I think, two, again, two teams that are kind of similar talent levels uh, really could go either way. Opening day for both. Um, I think it's going to be a really fun one. Another good one on Friday. Uh Fremont against Salem Hills. Fremont, you got some studs. You got Jack Aravallo, uh good pitcher for him. You got Braden Clark, who's just a stud, uh all state kid last year. Uh taking on the Salem Hills Skyhawks, who have been really good over the last few years. Uh they've got a they've got a dude in Kyle Coburn who uh who might be one of the better players in in uh in, in all of the state, to be honest with you. He might be one of those one of those top tier kids, I'd say. Um yeah, I've I've had the opportunity to see Kyle play uh, when I was coaching at Kearns. We played Salem and and he's he's got all the tools. He's a really good ball player. So I think that's gonna be a really fun one. Fremont versus Salem. Um yeah that'll be some much must watch baseball. Uh Saturday, March seventh, uh, the game that I highlighted and I think might be the game of the week is Bingham and Spanish. Bingham at Spanish Fork. Uh it's our first chance to see Bingham and, and that uh and that insane pitching staff, all those D1 commits. Uh taking on Spanish, who is a, a top-tier uh cream of the crop program in the state. Uh, Spanish is going to get tested Wednesday at Copper Hill, so they'll have a game under their belt uh, before they take on Bingham on Saturday. Um, but that's going to be a really fun one. That's going to be a really fun one. I I uh, I don't know if I can pick one. I don't know who's going to win that one. I think it's a really even. I think it, those two are, are two of those teams that they could play ten times and it'd probably end up five and five, you know, just really evenly matched. Uh, I'm excited to see bingham Bingham kind of last year record wise I think they went like thirteen and fourteen or something like that so record wise kind of not uh up to to the minor standards that we're used to over the few years so i'm I'm curious to see uh whether the miners come out and and have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder they've got the dudes to do it uh, I'm curious to see if uh if they've if they've got the fire and kind of that fight. Uh, but yeah Spanish is a good opponent I was looking at the schedule Spanish might have the toughest schedule um opening up of of maybe anyone it seemed like every every day that we were looking at they were just playing solid team after solid team um yeah I think that's that's really going to help them especially with the new RPI system I think that'll really help if they can If they can uh, win a few of those games and and do well in these opening weeks, um, that's really going to help them out in that RPI ranking. Um, But, I mean, their first four games, I'm pulling up their schedule here, their first four games of the season, Copper Hills, really solid program, Bingham, who we have ranked in the, I think, number three in the top five so for this year, Lone Peak, who we have as our number one 6A team, uh, and then Dixie, who we have, I think, as our number one four uh, A team. So if they can if they can do well over this these uh, first few weeks this preseason, I think that's going to set Spanish up not only in those RPI rankings where where your schedule does matter now, but I think that's going to set Spanish up for. I mean, I think, I think that still or what is that saying? Still sharpen steel or something like that. I apologize if that's not even close, but I think them playing really solid ball clubs only makes you better. And I think they've got the mindset to, to, uh, even if they don't come out on top every game, I think they've, they're, they're well enough coached and, and they've got the mindset to, to take, take lessons and, and take things from all of those losses and learn from them. And, and ultimately, uh, use that to to get better as a ball club throughout the year and hopefully peak at the right time and and peak it at uh, tourney time in may that's what every i mean that's i think everybody's goal is to just be playing their best baseball come may and and get a shot at that uh at that state title so yeah really tough opening schedule for spanish. I'm really excited to see uh how they how they do and how they make it through there uh I think that'll be a good Kind of a good uh, gauge on on how strong the Dons are this year, and um, yeah, kudos to them for scheduling just top tier talent and uh, and playing all the toughest teams. I think that's uh, is a testament to the program and the confidence that they have and the confidence that their coach has. So um, kudos to them. I'm excited to see how they do. Um, but yeah, that's that's basically a breakdown of Week One. Um, a lot of fun ball games. If you can, uh, get out, watch, it, watch your, your local high school, go support high school baseball in Utah. Hello, everybody. This week's episode is brought to you by Beehive Prep Sports. You can follow us on Instagram at Beehive Prep Sports. You can also follow us on Twitter at the letter B, Hive Prep Sports. Also, check out our podcast—the one you're currently listening to. It comes out every Monday through the 2020 baseball season. Thank you for supporting Beehive Prep Sports, and we hope you continue to listen. Much love. All right. So, welcome back. Now we're going to get right into that uh, that talking point or that uh, conversation piece that I alluded to in the opener and my hope for this is that uh that it just gets people talking i think it's something fun to talk about and to to analyze and debate so please hit me up on on twitter and let me know your thoughts uh email us let us know what you think about this certain topic uh let's make it interactive let's talk about it let's let's have some fun with it so the topic is i want to i think at the end of the season i'm going to come up with so they do like all region teams and all state teams i want to come up with all area teams and what i mean by this let me explain i'm going to make all area teams where i break the state so geographically i break the state of utah into four different areas so the four areas are are I've named them the North, Salt Lake, Utah County, and Southern Utah. And the and the the whole point of this is is that uh, that we go through and we pick an all North team, an all Salt Lake team, an all Utah County team, and an all Southern Utah team. And what that means is we pick the best starting nine that we can from those specific areas the best starting nine with three pitchers so you're making an actual team out of all the teams and players from that area so i'll go through and break down the what teams belong in what areas Um, you can kind of tell just by the name of the area what teams are going to be in it but there's some there's some weird little one-offs and stuff so i'll I'll go down. I'll go through and and break it down each area, and then uh, and then we'll talk about players that we think could be on the team and and whatnot. So the teams that make up the North area are going to be all of Region One, so Davis, Fremont, Layton, Clearfield, Syracuse, Roy. Uh, and then you're going to have Region all of Region Five, so that's going to be Farmington, Viewmont, Woods Cross uh, Bountiful. And then you have, uh, Ogden is in the, is going to be in the North area. Uh, you're going to, and then all of region 11, which is the, the Cache Valley, like Logan area. So Mountain Crest, Ridgeline, uh, Logan, Green Canyon, uh, Skyview and Bear River. So those are the teams that make up, um uh, the North area. So just going through those teams, you've got some studs to make up a, a squad from all those teams. Um, like I said, the the idea is to just get a starting nine, and then three pitchers. So it's tough to to pick out of that many teams, especially when you have so many good ballplayers. Uh, so we come up, we've come, we come up with a list of, of guys that could possibly make that all-North team. Uh, as far as pitchers go, uh, I think obviously Cam Day makes the team from Layton. Cam Day, uh, a University of Utah commit, a D1 kid. Um, he's probably the ace for that North team, in my opinion. Um, he's been—I remember looking at his freshman year— he had a really good year his freshman year. Strong year last year as a sophomore. He's a junior now, and I think he just keeps getting better and better. So I think Cam Day's your ace up north. Um, you got Jack Aravalo from Fremont that can throw it. Uh, Jackson Christiansen from Syracuse that uh, could make a case for, for being in that three-man rotation. Uh, Caleb Archibald from, from Mountain Crest. Lance Welch from Mountain Crest. Uh Dax Purser from Ridgeline. So you got some really good arms up north. Uh, as far as, as as position players go to fill in that uh the, those other eight spots on the field. Um you gotta have Carson Bodley from Woods Cross. He's gotta be in your outfield, I think. He's a he's a solid community college commit. Um you gotta have those Davis boys, uh Bryson Hells, Garrett Larson. They uh they they got to be in consideration for for position players for the North. Um, Brayden Clark from Fremont, uh, Trey Schofield from Syracuse. um, uh, Box Elder's got a stud named Logan Holgate. Um, He's got to be up for consideration. Uh, Easton Lish from from Bear River. Um, So there's some really good players. Tadden Burbank from Mountain Crest, Mason Bowler from Ridgeline. Uh those are just a few of the names that I think uh have got to be in that pool of players uh when you're when you're picking a team for that all north area. Um so that's that's I think that's the the squad that that's uh, is gonna make up the north. So a really good ball club if you go through those players and, and um just really think about all of those names being on one team. That's the really fun thing about this this exercise or this this topic is that when you look at all four teams, whether it be the North, Salt Lake, Utah County, or Southern Utah, all four teams are stacked. They are just absolutely loaded. It's an extremely high level of baseball play, being played uh, no matter which team you're looking at. I mean, you've got college-level uh, Division 1 level kids on, on every team. And I think it's a testament to, to how good and how strong the quality of baseball is here in Utah. I've been a coach for, for the last eight years. And I don't know that I remember having this much talent in the state. Having this many dudes that are that are not only going to play college baseball, but that are committing to to NCAA powerhouses. It's not just Division One colleges. It's it's household uh, College World Series birth teams. I mean, TCU is as good as it gets. Florida State, as good as it gets in college baseball. Oregon State. Uh, BYU has been really solid. Um, I mean, Dixie State, uh, they're about to be a Division I program next year. And I think they're going to be... I think you give them a few years at the Division I level and let them recruit as a Division I school, and I think Dixie State is going to be an extremely strong college baseball program. So you've got just insane talent. I think right now it's as strong as as Utah has ever seen. I think we have as many solid baseball players uh, in the state right now that we've ever had. And I think it's, it's, just, it's only getting better. I think it's, it's uh, trending in the right direction. I think Utah baseball just keeps getting stronger and stronger. And it's a really exciting thing to see. It's a, it makes covering it like this uh, really fun to do. It makes going to the games really fun to do. So, um, yeah, I think that's, it's just a testament to how good the entire state of Utah is from, from the north border to the very south just really good ball players throughout the state. So now let's move on to the what we call the all salt lake team. And this one is is going to be made up of mostly teams that are about from Salt Lake moving south to the point of the mountain. So basically in the Salt Lake Valley. So you're going to be looking at teams from region two So all those teams over on the west side, Cypress, Kearns, uh, West Jordan, Taylorsville. Uh, you got basically all of Region 3, so Bingham, Harriman, Riverton, Copper Hills, Jordan. Um, You've got Corner Canyon uh, from Region 4. They're going to be in that uh, all Salt Lake area. Um, You've got all of Region 6, which is Cottonwood, Highland, Murray, Olympus, Skyline. Uh, and then you've got Alta, Mountain Ridge, and Juan Diego. So that's gonna make up our, our All Salt Lake team. Uh so some really good ball clubs. So obviously we're gonna have some really good players on that all Salt Lake uh area team. So starting with pitchers, obviously we got Ross Dunn, the Florida State commit from Cottonwood. Uh, we got Joey Dixon, the Stanford commit from Bingham. Um Really, that whole Bingham staff um, could be on this all Salt Lake team, to be honest with you. Um, but but other than, than, than kind of those household names with Dunn and the Bingham guys, um, I think Ashton Johnson, the young guy from Olympus, uh, could get some consideration. Um, Adam Kessler from Juan Diego is a really good arm. Uh, Cody Atkinson, we talked about him a little bit, uh, in the opener for Harriman, throws really well. Um, so those are some arms to consider. And then moving on to position guys. Um, I mean, the Salt Lake area is loaded with position guys as well. Uh, uh, at shortstop, you got to think, uh, Preston Wingett from Corner Canyon. Uh, he's got to be in consideration. I think he's got to be in the lineup somewhere. Um, but it's tough. Brayden Clark, um, excuse me, not Clark, Braden Taylor uh, from Copper Hills, the TCU commit. Um, Parker Applegate from Riverton is a really solid player. Um, Viking Miller from Highland. Uh, Parker Juice from Alta. Uh, you have all those Olympus guys, Nolan Martin, Frankie Goodson. Uh, all those boys can really swing it. Um, Uh, We talked about Hudson Manwaring from Skyline. Um, Did we talk about Peyton Yak? Peyton Yak from Jordan, really solid ball player. Uh, You got some of those Cypress boys, Tyken Rand, Parker Meldrum. So um, that Salt Lake team is loaded. That Salt Lake team is absolutely loaded. And I'm sure, I apologize if I'm missing guys, I'm sure it's tough to go through and, and make a, a one single team out of out of twenty different teams, um, where each each team has you know twenty dudes on it. So there's a lot of it's a big pool that we're pulling from. So these are just some guys that I think um, could could be uh, possibilities for these all area teams. But yeah, going through those names, um, those that Salt Lake team is absolutely loaded, especially uh, pitching. I think they might have the overall strongest pitching staff um, of any of these all-area teams. Um, And you know as well as I do, in high school baseball especially, uh, a lot of the times it's whoever has the better arm that day ends up victorious. So that could play uh, as a a big factor uh, for that Salt Lake area team. Now moving to the all-Utah County team. So this is going to be... Mostly from the point of the mountain, moving south, and we're going to cut it off at Provo. So moving from the point of the mountain, moving south, we're going to cut it off at Provo. So who does that leave us? Uh, Basically, all of Region 4, minus Corner Canyon. So we're going to have all those Utah County juggernauts. uh, Lone Peak, Pleasant Grove, American Fork, uh, Westlake. We're also going to have uh some 5A uh Utah county teams Lehigh, Mountain View Orem uh Timpanogos Provo um and then just for the sake of of cuz this is a little bit of a smaller area it doesn't have as many teams so we're going to add kind of those extreme east Utah teams and extreme west so by that uh the east we're going to add Uh, like Park City and Wasatch, um, to this Utah County team. And on the west side, we're going to have Tooele and Stansbury be a part of this Utah County team. Uh, So with all of those um, teams, what what players do we have that can make up this this all-Utah County team? As far as arms go, um, we have uh, uh, a lot of really good... I mean, Utah County, that Region 4 alone has been one of, if not the strongest region in baseball for uh, the last few years. So this Utah County team is going to be really good. Um, You have some good arms from Lone Peak, uh, Cade Walker being one of them. Uh, From Pleasant Grove, we have Ernie Lugo, who had a really good year last year. Uh, We talked a little bit about Ryan Jeffrey from Park City can really chuck it uh Zach Webster from Wasatch can really chuck it. Uh so those are some of the arms, the notable arms. Uh position-wise, uh your catcher's got to be Kai Roberts from Skyridge. Um he's a he's a Mr. Baseball Watchlist member. A, a BPS Mr. Baseball Watchlist member. Um uh you have kind of a utility guy Brett Porthin from Tuilla who was an All-State kid last year. Uh you got a bunch of studs from Lone Peak with Trey Gamble and Chipper Beck and Ethan Lamb. Uh you got Bryant Ball from Sky Ridge, who's a BYU commit. Um you've got Paxton Richards from Timpanogos who's committed to, to Utah Valley. He's a D one kid. Uh Jack Walker from American Fork. Uh he's going to Dixie State, so he's a D one kid where, where Dixie State's gonna be Division One next year. He'll He'll be playing for them uh, the first year that they're Division One. Um, you've got uh, uh, some some more Pleasant Grove kids with Ty Johnson and and Kyler Lester, uh, some more AF kids with Caden Carpenter and and Fisher Ingersoll. So, um, and we talked about Taylor Gill for Orem. Uh, Ryan Harward at Provo is a really good ball player. So. That Utah County team is is just absolutely loaded. It's crazy how all four of these teams are just so stacked. Um, but that Utah County team is just as strong as any. Um, just a lot of really good baseball players. All right, so for the fourth and final uh, team, the all-Southern Utah team, um, the reason that we cut off the Utah County team at Provo Um, and didn't include some of those teams south of Provo is because if we included them in the Utah County team, uh, the all-southern Utah team would basically just be Region 9. So we wanted to have a few more teams involved um, and and to choose from, so we cut it off at Provo, uh, which which makes it so... uh, all of those those teams south of Provo are part of the southern Utah team. So Spanish, Salem, Payson, Maple Mountain, Springville, they're all part of that southern Utah team, along with Region 9, the St. George region. So Desert Hills, Dixie, uh, Snow Canyon, all those really strong uh, St. George programs. And, and that, I think this is the smallest uh, area as far as um, teams to choose from, I think as the the, the lowest amount of teams in the region, but man, they are all really good teams. You get some really good uh quality baseball players from from these teams. Uh pitching wise, Cooper Vest, uh the Dixie, the Dixie Star, uh committed to BYU. Uh we talked about Mason Olsen a little bit at Spanish. He's committed to CSI. He's gonna be a junior college stud. Um you got Karsten Herman at Snow Canyon Zach Dart, the BYU commit from Spanish. Um, so you got some really good arms in this Southern Utah group. Uh, Position-wise, uh, you've got to like Kyle Coburn from Salem Hills. Uh, he's got to be in your infield. Hunter Knighton from Dixie. Uh, Landon Frey from Snow Canyon. Just a stud. Uh, Tyler Nelson from Maple Mountain. Um, you've got to consider Chase Higginson from Salem Hills. Um, Reggie Graf from Dixie, a lot of really good infielders in this uh, in this area. Um, you've got guys like Mason Strong from Snow Canyon, Easton Romero from Spanish, who's a who's a D one kid committed to BYU. So uh, so as you can see, this Southern Utah is no exception. This Southern Utah area uh, is no exception to to the quality of baseball. They they've got really good. Next level dudes um, that I think would, would put together just an, a really strong baseball team. But yeah, I know I said it already, but could you imagine putting all of these teams together and making all of these all area teams and playing a little four man, like double elimination tournament? That would be, I would pay money to go watch, that, to, to go watch those baseball games. Um but that 's about it i I just wanted to bring this up i'm I'm very curious to see uh what people think uh what what area team do you think is is the strongest would make the strongest ball club uh and let 's have some fun with this. Let me know what you think um who did I leave off the list that uh that should be considered for these all area teams um Trust me, you guys, especially you guys know a lot more about your own teams and the teams that you root for, um, and the teams that you're associated with, you know, a lot more about those teams than I do. So please, uh, feel free to reach out and let me know who I left off, who I should keep an eye out for, um, who, who deserves some love. Um, and I'll do my best to shout them out and and keep my eye on them and, and go catch a game or two and, and, uh. I love, I love uh, getting to know new ball players, and and I think the state is just full of of crazy talent. So I know that I'm leaving people off of these lists and stuff. So uh, please hit me up, hit me up, and and let me know. Um, let's talk about it. But honestly, thank you so much for listening. Uh, there will be another episode out next Monday. We hope to see you back then. Um, until then. Be kind and make somebody's day.